Praise the Lord. Sanbona Nebagiti. Are you all right this morning? I just want to say, Bahesu, today, like last week, it's a very, very special day for us as Kereke, as we really want to show gratitude to our God for his love, his grace, his mercy, and his kindness for this 40-year-long journey that 40 years ago God started. So we have our invited guests who are here today that I personally would love to thank, honor, and appreciate for the role they've played in the life of this church. And they're here with their families. And and then later on, I will acknowledge each one whom has been in the story. But I'm going to ask all our guests, allow me if they can all stand and if you can just just show your appreciation, please, Barcelona, to them. Show your appreciation. Oh! Thank you, Lord. Amen. Please, Esley, Amy, uh, can you, with, with your families, can join you as well, please. Just want to say, whatever history is there, just want to thank you, Bahesu, for the role you've played in our lives and uh, in the life of this church, for your sacrifice, your commitment. A lot of things, Lidienze, I don't think you knew how the story is going to turn out here, Mokerekeng. Just want you to know we love you, we appreciate every one of you, and we pray that in the good that you've sown, Mama Pilong Arona, May God in return reward you. Reward you, reward your children, reward your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren. Amen. Amen. May the blessing of God be in your lineage. May the blessing of God carry you in your lives. Because indeed, we are very, very grateful. And thank you for being here that it's a hakikupa little and just be part of the service. Some of you, you've attended even the seven o'clock service and somebody never practiced as well. <laughs> this morning, whatever time it was, in a short while, hanging there. But I want to thank you and uh, we want to bless you and honor you. Give the Lord a big hand for this team. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Well, before we start, we're going to show you a clip. It was in 1980 when I had a, a dream. I dreamt of not having gone to church and my father sent me to go and buy a newspaper. Now we bought a newspaper next to a place uh, uh, or the wall of Mavis Wall and the Chabalala uh, shops. So as I was going there, I began to see the doors of Mavis Wall open and there was this white man who was wearing a beige uh, jacket and he had another man with a navy blue uh, jacket interpreting for him. Being in that uh, November of 1980, I didn't take light to it and so forth. I thought it was just a dream. 
but then came one day in February of 1981 that I didn't go to church. My father sent me and I went as I was buying the newspaper. I saw exactly what I saw in the dream unfold. It was on the 4th of September 1983 when I was assigned to lead this church and hands were laid on me. I want to show you the documents that were signed to that effect. There's three of them. These are the minutes of the meeting in which there was a resolution that was made where a quorum was constituted following the meeting. Yeah, Reverend Andre Knutze, myself, Miss Idana Knutze, and Esther Swakulo, and that Reverend Andre Knutze resigned as pastor of Rema Bible Church Soweto. This church was Rema Bible Church Soweto when it started. And then we have there the documents of the people who are resigning and the new people who are coming in at the bottom there, the late Jerry Lichella, Mr. Daniel Zuma, the late Fanuel Sono, and the late Mrs. Esther Swokolo. And that was the new board that came in. And it was on this day that then they gave me the assets of the church one electronic typewriter, portable typewriter, yeah, multi-pro, Rema Bible Church letterheads, four offering buckets, one communion tablecloth, one communion nets, two bread plates, wine goblets, say two, 20 Davy blue cloths, and jackets on behalf of ushers, and sales for the book account and financial books. Kiri bookers are kiri toting, not the money, so it's the books that we got. And I received that on that day. By the grace of God, I must say, and I'm saying this to encourage you, Barcelona, what God starts in your life, He will sustain. He will maintain. Amen. I was 22 years old when I became pastor of this church. And I've done it now for 39 years by the grace of God. Sasi Konza, Nabom Fundisi, Utebe Hadi. And as a church, Iberina, Bandaba Nini, Gune Music Group, Ita Upasa Sono, Seven Nigile, Ama Pepper Wooty, Gube Wuyo Ozoba, Pasta, Yase Soetu, O Pasta Tebehadi, Bahambage, Nabonke the Music Group, Bayo Vulale, E Olandu. That's where everything started to get manji. Washiega Nabanto Abai 35. We were 35. One Sunday afternoon, we were having a service. And then people came thinking that uh, the place is on fire, you know. And then I remember that and then when they realized, no, there's no thing, there's nothing going on. People are just praying, but, oh, hey, they're keeping tooth. But it was something like that, you know? I joined Grace Bible Church in 1985, while we were still uh, fellowshipping at Lenway Primary School. As I was coming to church Sundays, I said to God, Bona, I am not going to be that kind of a Christian who sit and be a chair warmer. I wanted to serve. 
And I said, Daddy, I really want to serve. I prayed. And I believe God answered my prayers then. I was approached to be responsible for the intercessory prayer. And I thought, this I won't be able to do. I was so scared in the beginning. But you know what? I was reminded of Psalms 32 verses 8. The Bible says there, I will instruct you. I will teach you in a way that you should go. I will counsel you. You who want to learn, my eyes will be upon you. And I said, God, are you real? Is this you? Let's go for it. I came to know Grace Bible Church through a friend of mine. Her name is Mary Mkonto. We used to attend Youth Alive together as teenagers, and she invited me to come to Grace Bible Church um, in 1984. At that time, Grace Bible Church was holding its services at the Church of the Holy Ghost. And what really kept me and uh, drew me even much more closer to Grace Bible Church at the time was the teaching of God's Word. Uh, it was taught with so much clarity and practicality and such that one could relate to the scriptures as the living scriptures. And uh, that's why I ended up serving in the church and serving as a counselor. Consistency, faithfulness, loyalty, and serving wholeheartedly. For me, those are the nuggets of truth that I've learned. And even as I reflect over the 40 years of Grace Bible Church, those are 40 years um, of significance to me. Amen. Hey. Yeah, ne? So what we want to say by Esukuhuri, of course, we'll do our best to tell the entire story. And the more Isibuwa is, the more we realize that there's more to it. And so... Definitely this morning, I probably may not cover other things. There may be things I'm going to leave out. There might be people we might not mention. It's not on purpose, uh, but the story is kind of very big. There are people that we should be having here who are not here. So I just want you to know that we will do our best to be true to the story and to thank everybody. Today I want to talk about the law of progression. Amen. And in what we are sharing, I'd love to encourage every one of you to remember that everything that God wants to do in your life starts small and progresses. And in our story today, we're going to talk about the firsts of Grace Bible Church. And as I said, there's so much, the more we write and talk about it, it's, there's so much more to it that what we are telling you now is simply a fraction. But we hope it will give you understanding and perspective. And as I said to you who are our honored guests today, I just want to thank you again for being part of the story of our church and for being the ones God has used to bring us where we are. We have our young people in attendance. Can I hear a big one from our young people? Yeah. You young people, as the ones who will be leading this church when we are no longer here, 
We want you to know this. Skalaru who when I'm not here, or Skalaru who I when I'm not. I'm just joking. But we we wanted you in this service so that you know the history. One of the sad things is when you don't know history, when you don't know where something comes from. But secondly, to know how something is built, a lot of what is large and impactful never happened overnight. In Mark chapter 4, reading verse 26 to 29, and he said, So is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed into the ground, and he should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring and grow. He doesn't know how. For the earth brings forth fruit of herself. First, the blade. Everybody say first. Yes. Say it again. Yes. First the blade, then the ear. Everybody say then. Yes. Say it again then. Yes. Then the ear. After that, the full corn in the ear. Everybody say after that. So you have first, then, after that. First, then, after that. Which means, in the words of Jesus, with the seed that grows in particular, a seed doesn't just come up out of the ground and it's a full matured fruit or vegetable, but it goes through a process. It goes through progression. And the fruit only becomes matured much later. Only then is it ready for harvest. And so it's true in the way God wants to work in our lives. God wants to work in a progressive manner. Many people do not have the discipline to stay on course long enough. And as a result, even if what God wants to do in their lives is something major, something big, something magnanimous, it ends up never getting there because these people have a hurried spirit about them. You'll never build anything of substance in life with a hurried spirit. What God wants is people who understand this law of progression. And so today in telling this story of 40 years of God's faithfulness, we will focus on the years 1983 to 1993, in particular, the many firsts that happened. Please take notes. Please join the dots, connect the dots. Please know where things come from. As I said last week, I pray that you try to do the same concerning yourself. Because everyone here, you have a story. And your story is that of God having been in charge of your life even if there may be pockets in our journey where it seems like God is far away, but God is very much aware of your journey. Also, I want to make this disclaimer that in telling this story, I might not be able to tell the whole story, and I may leave out one or two people, but as we said, we are compiling a documentary in this regard where the entire story will be told. We are busy recording that story. Let me pick up the story in the year 1982. That's where we ended last week with a box at Rema Bible Church in Randberg. When First Lady Lindy McCauley came to my office or workshop because of the box. And because of that box, I was given an opportunity by Pastor Ray McCauley 
to serve as one of the assistant pastors of Pastor the late of, of Pastor Andre Knutze, rather myself and the late Jerry Lichella, in the then Rema Soweto that you heard about in the clip. I'm glad to tell you, Bahesu, that some of the members who were in that Mavis Hall church, where it all started when we were still Rema Soweto, are here in person. And I want to introduce them to you and thank them personally. Many of you don't know that my bishop was a member of the church. And so I'm going to ask my bishop, please, to stand and just for me to express my word of gratitude. Thank you, my bishop. No, remain standing, Pella. Ha, so It's hard for me to remember my bishop. Okay, wife. But just to say, Wafi, I just want to thank you so much for your role in this church. Actually, when I came in as pastor and met you there, after we had known each other in our past life <laughs> as dancing partners in the 70s, and she was faithfully attending the church. She couldn't come all the time because she was at varsity at the time but came in and was part of the church, part of the counseling team, and really committed to the church. And that, my bishop or wifey, stroke wifey, <laughs> I didn't know that in meeting you, I'm meeting a life partner. And I want to thank you, wifey, for all your work and your role. It's not, it's not easy being married to a pioneer or a pastor, but you've stayed very faithful and loving throughout the journey with all the things you've gone through you've stayed the course and i want you to know really really from the depth of my heart i appreciate you with all my heart god bless you Arthur. thank you so much bless you. yeah yeah we've got other members here that i want to ask them to stand and kibata hobaleboha as well she's known Bishop Ezekiel Matole. <laughs> Prophet Kabisa Dwaba. Can you please all stand, please? I just want to stand you to stand. Basalon. You know, to see them standing here today and being part of this journey and part of this vision fills my heart with a lot of gratitude. Because when I became pastor, they gave me all their support. And not only did they support me as a pastor, they have become part of this vision. And to see Bishop leading one of our regions as a married man, a husband, and a father of two boys. To see you married, man of God, as a father as well, and leading a church. Freiburg. To see Sister Nongleba here, part of the church, serving in the church, and that you are among those people, go Mavis Hall. I'm not saying others were not. Others but like a story. But I want you all to know how much I really, really thank God for you. And I appreciate you. And I pray that God will bless you mightily. Thank you so much. You may be seated. Thank you.
It is in the same period that my family joined the church on the 5th of June, 1983. My late father led the entire family, my mother and all my sisters, to be part of the church. And my sisters have remained part of this church. And when they got married, their husbands became part of this church. Wow. Last week, you, you met my second-born sister. But today, I want to introduce you to my other sisters who are here in attendance. Our first-born, Kochai Austaini. Our third-born, Kochai Ontatamang Chris. And the last-born, Kochai Tzakane. And sorry to call you just by one name. You are my sisters. They are right here in this section. To you, it's not often that when somebody chooses this path, that the siblings become part of serving. You've served in this church all these years. Not once have you ever asked to be recognized or remunerated. You've stayed faithful and true. I want to thank you as your brother that when I see you sitting in the church, it really brings a lot of encouragement to me. To have my bishop as my wife serve as a family and you as a family it goes beyond words. And that your husbands are part of this vision. I can't describe it more than anything. And so God bless you because as well as tiny, the pillar at our home, our firstborn sister who's always been the strongest among us, our firstborn sister who taught us the culture of working, our Claudine that you met last week who led me to Christ, Chris, who became my PA, she was doing her studies, finishing off her studies, and she had a break for a while, and on her own accord came to become my PA, my second PA, and I never paid her. <laughs> and then Takane, who served in the church, and as you saw her singing, was part of the music group. To her family, Bazalana, both the family Yawuma Bishop and family Akohai be part of this vision is the most incredible thing. And Brian, you know, thank you as well for your contribution, Mokirakeng, and for the work Yabanabaluna as, as well in the church. God bless you. Thank you so much. The pastor of Rema Soweto was Andre Knuse informed Pastor Ray of his intention to move to a different field of ministry. Then Pastor Ray gave the instructions that the church should be handed over to me, and you'll see that document that's on the screen, the handover document. And I want you all to know that, oh, Tsepang, yeah, show it, no, no, yeah, the, the, the next one, the, yeah. I, Reina McCauley, in my capacity as president of Rema Ministries South Africa, hereby accept the resignation of Reverend Andre Knutzier as the pastor of Rema Bible Church Soweto and the election of Mr. Musa Sono as pastor of Rema Bible Church Soweto, signed on the 15th day of August, 1983. 
So the documents were signed in August. I came in as pastor in July. So I just want to say, Baheso, you know, we live in times where people force to become pastors. And they break all the rules, break churches, take members. And this church was, is not a breakaway group. In the DNA of this ministry, we've done our best to follow protocol. And maybe some of you might get frustrated with us why we are so strict about things being done the right way. We don't want the virus of church splits coming into this church or of coup d'etats or false prophecies, people prophesying. But the church was handed over on that day by the grace of God. Then Pastor Ray then gave me instructions to have one more pastor come in. And I came in with Pastor Jerry Chela, who's passed on. The handover took place then on the 4th of September, 1983. And the new advisory board that was installed. Let's show that document of the new advisory board. In the presence of, and when I was reading it, I became so emotional because everyone there has passed on. The late Jerry Chela, the late my dad, Fanuel Sono, the late Mama Esther Suokolo, and the only surviving one who was here last week, Daniel Spiwezuma. These were the new board members that came in. Document was signed on the 15th of September, 1983. Pastor Andre laid hands on me on that day. And there was an impartation on me. And after he laid hands on me, he left the service immediately. And I had to continue with the church. That impartation, I always talk about it. There was an impartation that came upon my life wherein God put the divine grace to run a church. And I tell leaders all the time, make sure God has called you. Make sure God has anointed you. So we continued with the service by the grace of God. We were allowed to use Mavis Hall for only two Sundays, as you heard from Usis Nongaeba here. And we used it for the 4th and the 11th of September, and we had to make arrangements for a new venue. The information here, the termination of the use of Mavis Hall, I received it during the week on the 8th of September. And it was, I was in Randberg at the time, and there was no way I could make arrangements for an alternative venue that day. I only had Friday, the 9th of September, to make arrangements. And I remember reading this letter as I was coming back from Randberg, sitting in a bus, totally discouraged why we would be given such a short notice to vacate the venue. And I remember in that confusion, God spoke to me in my heart and said, go to Principal Anoche of Isaacson Higher Primary School. And maybe just to say something there, there was a brilliant suggestion that came. Somebody approached my bishop and she told me about it. And I thought this is going to be incredible and I should announce that here today. During our word explosion in October, 
the last Sunday of our word explosion celebration as we close off this 40-year celebration. We're going to have a pilgrimage where we are going to go to go to all these sites in a march where we're all going to thank God for the journey. Would love for you. We will take you to Mavis Hall. We will take you to Isaacson Primary School. We will take you to Church of the Holy Ghost. We will take you to Tlengiwe. We will take you to Homemakers Festival Grounds. And finally, we will come back here. That's going to be a big day of celebration because the closure of that, we're going to have a huge celebration as a church in gratitude to God for what he has done. So we want to encourage you. We would like people in that day to be in the regalia, our church, our t-shirts, and buy some sneakers. Lady Bogati, Lady Ink, Ink. It will be a casual day, but it's going to be a pilgrimage. Those who can walk, they, they will walk. Those who can't walk, we will organize buses so that everybody is on that journey. We wanted to see where it all began and be on that journey by the grace of God. We moved then to Isaacson Higher Primary School. The first service of the 18th of September, 1983, was one of the most incredible services that I will, ever rem- I will forever remember till eternity. Because here we were as 34 people in a classroom. And when we moved, some people didn't come with. Rema Soweto at the time had more than 100 and something people. 150 people. You remember the number? I had forgotten. I'll put it there. Thank you. Thank you. We had 150 people, so we grew from 150 to 34 people. Because <laughs> when a new pastor came in, the other people were not sure, but there were also other problems, as Assis Nongleba had said. And so when we moved to Isaacsonia Primary School, on the 18th of September, 1983, it was one of the most incredible services we've ever had. And because of the changing of venues, we lost many members. We were reduced to 34 people and a handful of children. So for the remainder of the story, allow me to package it and categorize it as the details of the firsts. During this period, 83 to 93, we had our first church office in the garage, number eight, My first PA was Sis Catherine Kaba, and then followed by Chris Mohachani, Ni Sono. The same garage became the storage for the sound. The same garage became the venue for Saturday prayer. And the same garage was the garage where the same music group in Asia, this is the day, was practicing. And that house, number eight, it's an important part of the history of this church. And that's the first office that we had. And then the first music group at Isaacson Higher Primary School have included even people who came later on. But allow me to introduce you to the members of our music group. And I'm going to ask them to stand as I call them out by name. Our brother Mudise Ramatotlo, who was leading Power 45. Will you stand, please, Mudise? 
Tapelo Matlaku, who was playing the drums. Cornelius Matlaku was playing the lead guitar. And his lovely wife is Jackie, who is on the vocalist. As well, our dear brother Mutabi Musia, who was playing the bass guitar. I know Takano Onayeme Mara to complete the group. I think Takano, you need to join the group. Takano Ngwane as well. And then we had other members as well. Kabelo Kunene, who is here. Kabelo, can you stand, please? And our music group leader, Ausloretta Makapan. Ausloretta, can you stand? As time went on, this group, Enelala, got a keyboard player who could read music. And our first keyboard player who could read music was Pastor Franz Malot. Can you give them a big hand, Basalot? Well, in case you thought you lost it, you still have it. You saw how the people sat around. But I want to thank you all for your major role in leading the praise and the worship in this church. It set a tone some three years ago, two years ago, actually. I was at an event, and there's this pastor who is from the Full Gospel Church, or Assemblies of God, one of the two. He says to me, Yes, it's on. It's on to let to be at the same time as your church. However, being is a lap of woo. No, but Nina, a Christian, I as he worship. Utile music group, yako, the way it being totally worship, Lana, you get the moy and be singing a son to any lap. Give the hand, Bazalana, to the group here. Thanks, guys. Thank you for your information. Ausloretta is attending Korema. Muruti Franz is in the Apostolic Faith Mission. He's running a church with his lovely wife, Auspinky. Can you stand, Sis Pinky, please? We just want to thank you. And then the rest of the members are still here. As a matter of fact, Ramutabi, you are at our church called Tinasonke. Same as you, Brakoni. Uko Falls Lores. Abo Bratape Ui. Kekabelo Ui. Limutise Ui. Let's ata Ui. So give them a big hand, Bazarana. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bazarana, don't you think you should be nicer to them? Don't you think you should be nicer to them? Thank you. But I cannot leave out the people who followed later who are still part of our group, the twins. Yeah. Valerie and Valencia, can you all stand, guys? Come on. Hey! 12 year old kids. Today, give them and they have stayed true. I just want to thank both of you. For your faithfulness and your... When I skill just moves my heart. Thank you for your good hearts. 
At least I have to say that I have to I didn't know. I used to be very, very confused back then. But thank you for being faithful and may God reward you in all that you have done. God bless you. My grandson thinks I'm talking to him. <laughs> Amen. Maybe I must take this thing with me. Then, Bazalana, we continue the story. Then we had the first associate pastors. The first associate pastor was Muruti Kenneth Makopo, who, because I had gone to school with him in 1980 and 1981, our paths did go part K81. But when I became pastor in 83, I asked him to come in and assist. But then, in the process, ask others to join and become part of the pastors, even though they didn't start out like that. I had them come and assist in the process. They started leading and became pastors. We have our brother Bruce Matia, who's not here. We have uh, Bishop Matole, who is here. We have uh, Prophet Tabisa Dwaba, who is here. And then we have the Apostle Peter Linongo, who is here. Can they all stand? Thank you so much. Whatever. Whatever. But I may say, did you for feeding scheme in any advisory body in anything, anything they were it? Limokerekeng, Nevatabaseva, they were in ushering, you name it. At some point, Bishop Matolo will have been a Marancasa Lelu Binayang. And Prophet Kavisa Dava, you remember when we did the Christmas carols? I wonder where's that photo? My bishop, where's that photo? He was singing Albinaka style. He was singing style. So, Kaspansula. Anyhow, he was singing And then uh, 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 Apostle Dunong also served a lot in not only the sound, but one of the major things he used to do is to do what we call JJ, Jehovah Jireh, doing the food distribution team. Because at some point, he's the only one who had a license. Ne? We were not licensed. Yeah, now Pastor Bruce. They were the only two people who under license, they were not under license, you know. I want to thank you and your, and your wives for being here. Just, just give the big hand, Bazalana. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bayeso, for being, for contributing to the life of this church. And to know, you know, it's easy for people to join when something is happening. But when you don't even know and then you give your all. And what I love about it is that you gave God the days of your youth. I had hair back then. The hair is gone. Afro. Afro. Bishop Matolo, you are the only one who survived. Muruti Peter is almost there. <laughs> so thank you. Give them a big hand, Bazana. Thanks. So then we had our offices finally go Dube and we will not forget in whose house we used to go rock counter offering and coprotia I came morning I should have made him aware the mom timber came morning 
Mara, their daughter is here. Okay, sis Figi. Otolang Ayeta offering. Emma Figi, this is one of their daughters. But now I want to give them a big hand. Thank you so much. We will come to that as well as we move on. Thank you. Then the church started growing very fast, Bazalan, and I'm going to go fast because the church started growing fast. <laughs> so I'm going to leave out a lot of details. So we then moved from Isaacson Higher Primary School a year later. Uh, Prophet, I think it was in September of 1984 where we moved from Isaacson Higher Primary School to go to Church of the Holy Ghost. And Church of the Holy Ghost, the person who negotiated for us is the late Mama Esther Suokulo. And I heard that the, is it the daughter, my bishop? The daughter, Mama Suokulo. Okay, my little Lord, Oh, Lorraine, you are here. My goodness, can you? Can, what's the only one? What's the only one, Lorraine? We want more. the only one. Neighbor, yao. No, there's a chair right here in front. Yeah. neighbor. And there's another chair there. My bishop on play let's last week ka wena Lorraine. Hey, neighbor, ke go pa dule mo le ke sele stulo mo. Hi, wena Lorraine wa uzama. Neighbor, eh module semo. Yeah, module semo. Ba uzama, o tlelwa ke matlhogonolo a Lorraine. You know, Lorraine, let me say to you, you may not have known it because you were quite young at that time. No, ke it's one kid. Mara, something I'm about to say, oh, Sayiti. When they wanted to choose me as Muruti Wamo Wak Shekereke, there were people who were not happy about it. They said, I'm young, I'm not married, I can't make it. Your mom lobbied Pastor Ray and convinced Pastor Ray that I can be the right pastor. Your mom. Your, your late mother, yeah. And, and Masuakulo as well. When we moved from Isaacson, we are Church of the Holy Ghost. He knew about Tobacco Church of the Holy Ghost. Now we didn't know. So I just want to thank you. Let's give that a big hand, Peter. Thank you. Thank you. So we moved then from there, go Church of the Holy Ghost. And interesting, Church of the Holy Ghost got so full. There are many things that happened there that I won't go into. But two, one thing I want to say, in that same year, my late mother saw a vision. She had a dream, actually. And in this dream, she told me, Musa, but we believe I am there. Now you must remember, ne? when you only have a hundred people <laughs> and you're using a church that's 400 people, right? 
How do I that watch or I am a grizzly, maybe I am. <laughs> but not only that, one Saturday we were praying in the garage. Let's remember that Nasi Zula, Kesetseba Motile. Kihudi Nasi Zula, Nasi Zula, Kihudi Nasi Zula, Nasi Zula, Nasi Zula, Nasi so during the prayer, who says no never during that prayer, she sees a vision. And one screamer, ah, ah, you know the Pentecostals, but soon, ah, ah. So your mother says, Nebi, why are you memesing? Uti, funisi, nibona isi, mfu, zikwale, mfu, ezinengi. Even I get But they saw the growth that was coming. Born in prayer. Thank you. Oh. So we moved then from Shengiwe second we moved to Shengiwe Secondary School and then moved to homemakers. You remember the date? Ah, Kaushaya this time. The 1st of June, 1986. That's when we moved to Homemakers. And uh, Pastor Bruce, how's Mukhumutsu thing? Okay, how's Mukhumutsu? Ah, the husband to this lady, that the Bruce Matie, connected us to Homemakers because he was involved in some business or never kill some people. He was working there, co-makers on a little office and the like. And he had internal knowledge because homemakers is not being used. So our connector, and then through that connection we were able to get homemakers. Please tell your husband Raleboha and Rekloite Bohela personally. And we want you to know Raleboha because of your contribution of your family that we are where we are. God bless you. Thank you so much. So we moved to Isaacson to uh, homemakers on the 1st of June, 1986. Then crisis started because every journey in a crisis. That's the years of homemakers. That if this thing called Grace Bible Church, which we became Grace Bible Church in 1984, through the instruction here, Pastor Ray, for us to change from being Rema, he said, Give a name. I said, Okay, Retaba Grace. Now, this Grace Bible Church and anything that's born as a vision. Every vision will go through a time of testing. Listen, if it comes from God, it may be battered, it may be bruised, it may be delayed, it may be detoured, but at the end, the vision will speak. And it will not lie. Semudimo asetzalam. There is no human being who can stop it. Don't worry about their noise. Don't worry about their plots. But it is in that time, even on a personal level, I went through a serious health crisis. I got very sick. 
I was bleeding through my nose. My heart wasn't all right. And I needed to desperately see doctors. And a friend of mine who happens to be a church member, the lady that I used to walk to school with way back in 1979, happened to be a member of our church together with her sisters. And she being a nurse, Kopara at the time, assisted me to go and consult with the specialists, Kopara. She's here with her husband, Professor Mashile, who are here. And I'm going to ask both of them. Sis Plantina, please, can you stand? I just want to thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. They are both members of our church. Many of you may not know them in the 9 o'clock service, but they are in the 7 o'clock service. And I always. Sometimes I get a rabbi at Sakatuku, these two. But Sis Plantina, I just want to say thanks for having connected me because I was really sick and I wasn't well. But I must go to one of the nurses. My bishop go Then I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have a girlfriend at that time. So I didn't. I wasn't intending to marry. I was still praying. And then this lady, Anchecker Antesta, there's nothing medically wrong, even if you're my sister. Hey, when I'm sisterless right now, I'm unattached. Nevertheless, I just want to thank you, and the Professor also helped us in our computer school. He really did his best to assist us. Is that fella like really blended? Really, there were other people, but never said it in Tohanke. And thank you for when we went into that space. You brought in your knowledge, your your skill, and your support. Just want to thank both of you as a couple for being part of this church. Thank you. Thank you. You didn't know all these people, ne? You didn't know them, ne? In the same way, you can also be there in somebody's life. In your contribution. Some of you, Bazalana, your contribution, your contribution, some of you, is just to be in church every Sunday and to be a faithful member. There are some members, I can discourage because they encourage me. You know, like Baba, they are part of the history. When I was discouraged, they said history. Amen. Amen. We went through problems, health crisis. But then after Bara is Ankhone, because they tried, you know, Bamputaka my Susu. I then went to the Koyas. And, and asked them, and Murdu Fani referred me to a, a, a physician, an old physician. Do you still remember his name? Jewish physician. I, I, I've forgotten his name. Antesta, you know. And, and then he then, after Antesta, Piloaka, in a Peter Slow, all kinds, he said, he put his glasses here. You know what? You are in trouble. He put his glasses here. 
young man, if you continue on this road, you will die. You hear me? At that time, Bazarana, I was weighing 61 kilograms. For somebody my height who should be weighing 80, 85 kilograms is correct for me. Right now, I'm not at 80, I'm in 70s. But 61 kgs, he said, you are not eating, you are not taking rest. Before your time, young man, there's nothing wrong with you. You hear me? He said, young man, if you continue like this, you will die and the church will remain. That was a wake-up call. So I want to publicly just thank the Koyas, please. Can you both stand, please? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. They came and joined our church when we were at home at uh, uh, no, no, Church of the Holy Ghost. You came in 1984, and uh, one of their kids wasn't born yet. Uh, yeah, but Cizwe was already just a toddler. And, uh, and I remember when you first came, but uh, I really appreciate your commitment and that today you are leading the region Sarona. And we really appreciate that. And that you have stayed in this vision and you've been so supportive of us and you've been always there. In fact, there's a time when we used to use their house for counter offering. And oftentimes, Niki Kadima Koloyabona, sometimes I could look like a shy Nakayon. Get some male, my sister Chrissy, because kissing a girlfriend, takes about the Vanyana Vansuin, so next up a block of Moka sister, a Kadilamo, the driver Koloyabat. Sometimes Niki Kadima Tabo out known never the Koloy. Sister, maybe you remember the day we see Moto Gue, Mangi Leti Moto, Benezin Jayakaya, I want to listen Jazako. Yeah. Anyhow, God bless. God bless. It is in that time when we had the drowning of one of our young people. Sad story. But I want to thank the family for having stayed Mokirking. Also the passing of several church members in mysterious ways. And we started having bad newspaper articles. Threats of being necklaced that were pointed in my direction. We were also grappling with socio-political issues. Because here we are, we are a church in the township led by black people, but we are saying a white man is our spiritual father. These are the times of contextual theology when people were very politicized in their approach to the gospel. We were told that we have taken the white man's gospel and that our theology had no blackness in it. And the analyzed us, spoke about us in conferences and workshops and put a sell-by date on us and said by this time we'll be gone. By God's grace, here we are 40 years later. Yeah. Of course, we learned. I must tell you, when your critics talk, don't be defensive. Listen, sometimes they are right. We made some adjustments in the areas in which they critiqued us. We self-corrected comrades. We did self-correct. And so we learned a lot because your critics, they are not your supporters. And it's nice to listen to them because it will help you a lot. We did make certain adjustments in learning to preach the gospel that touches on social issues. Before then, we didn't know how to do that. 
And that's how we grew into that area. We're in a better space right now. Also, it was a period here, the firsts, where the fellowships were established. Women of Destiny, Line Crossers, which was led by my late father. Tatesono was an incredible man. And I, I think his story and Mama's story must be heard more and more. Because this was just an incredible couple who just knew how to do things. He was the first one who led our men's fellowship. And he taught us well. I couldn't understand how my dad, who brought me into the world, could serve under my leadership. It never made sense to me how he could sit in a meeting and listen to my instructions. It was always uncomfortable for me to lead him. But he submitted to me, this same person, who paid for my schooling tuition when I went to Bible school and took the money he had saved for the family and paid for the tuition. This man that when I started leading the church, left the church he used to serve at, told Muru to go, I have to go and support my son, and came with Mama to come and give support. I'll always be indebted. Always be indebted. Always be indebted. Land Crosser started. Youth Fellowship started. Community outreach started, come. Pastor, you remember? Come. And then the missions department started. And then the interesting thing, as we were at homemakers, the ministry grew so much that our children's church had to use the school next door, Jabavu Community School. And this is where one of the people who's here that I want to honor, our Dokas who has always led our children's church, who also became my PA and our administrator at the point, Mokere King, and Ausdokas is here. Ausdokas, can you please stand, please? So I want to thank you. Oh, come on, Bazalana. Let's thank the Lord for Ausdokas. Ausdoki. It is this lady from whose hands Pastor Sam Masihu comes from. Because Pastor Sam Masihu was seven years old when he came to our children's church. And he progressed to he himself being a children to teach the children themselves being a children himself. And he progressed to leading. And today, Pastor Sam Masihu is leading a region called Cape Town. And the brother is on fire. Ausdoki. She is serving Kokerekenyarunako. Vet uh, Porky serving there, and she's also part of the staff, Mokereking, among the longest serving people, Mokereking, among him, Le, Le, uh, Bishop Matolele Mama, they're the longest serving staff members who've been with us here for long. What's interesting is Ritwa from the same Kasi, Libo Ausdokas. His family's home, next door, allow me to call her the way she was called. My mother had a good friend, Mamudise, Mama Mamunke, Anna Mochakela, all the time. And she would visit there and next talk about Ausdoka. So, Nala Ausdoka Sinirisibana, Rilibana Babakan. How does a neighbor become a member of the church? Someone who knew you, Usantana Ulemonyani. In the same way that Sis Plantina could become a member of a church of a guy, Anata Malena Hoyakoskulunkamautu. It just baffles me. And so I was talking for all your contribution. God bless you.
I thank you for it. Thank you. Thank you so much. And then that time was when we, Baruti, the single pastor, started getting married. And it is in 1988 when I got married to my bishop. And by God's grace, we are still married today. Thank you, wife. Bless you. And many of our pastors also got married at the time. But then I want to close with this because time is gone. That's the time we started also exploring belonging to other bodies, covering bodies, because we never wanted to be a church Yamahamba yet. We always wanted to be in undercovering. We stayed connected with Rema Bible Church, Pastor Ray McCauley, throughout the years. In the process, we got to meet Mfunisi Horisa Mimtembi, whom we met even before we went there, but we reconnected. Dr. Elijah Maswanganye started coming and really mentoring us. Muruti Philip Klongwane came in as one of the people who really preached at the church. And these are some of the people who were regulars at our church. Pastor Ray didn't come as much, but I used to go to the meetings that he led, one of them being the Believers Ministries International. Today is called IFCC, International Federation of Christian Churches, which by God's grace now, I'm one of the executive members, and Bishop Matolo also is one of the regional leaders, or uh, he's one of the national leaders in it. How something that was born then, we could come back and lead the same thing today, is mind-boggling. So we became part of IFCC, and if there's any pastors in this house, and for you young pastors, one of the things that pastors don't realize is that you have to find a way to belong to a body wherein you can receive teaching and training as a minister. You never stop learning and you never stop being trained. But most of all, we submitted ourselves under the covering of IFCC so that if there's any issues to be dealt with Mokere King, they can be dealt with by senior people. But these very senior people would be people who would speak into my life and I wanted to hold myself accountable to them in lifestyle, in doctrine, in operation. And as you've heard me talk about them, and we're going to have a special day of honoring our fathers during this series. And they became part of our journey. Finally, and I haven't told the whole story and I've left out a lot of things. Let me close with this one. This is the period where the vision of building a church was born. In homemakers, it was a difficult unforgiving place as you saw in the clip when it rained the rain came in as you saw in the clip we had to go through very lengthy set up processes to have church services it was difficult but the church grew many people came but then it began to burn in our hearts the vision of having a church this is where we started launching several things the first one we launched was buy a chair project because we were running out of chairs in the church. So we mobilized people, comrades. We mobilized the people <laughs> to buy chairs and to start helping us with the buying of the chairs. And we relied on some of our senior leaders to give us advice. At the time, I had a board of elderly men, among whom was 
my late father, uh, and then we had one of the people who has passed on that I want to recognize, the late Ntate Shape, and Mama is here in attendance. Mama, these are, thank you, Mama. Thank you so much because you and your husband coming from the Baptist church, you joined Grace Bible Church and has been faithful in grace throughout. You've contributed so much. Your late husband was among the people, Balor, when I had ideas as a young Umfundis, I would bounce those ideas with him. And he encouraged us to take the leap and to really have the courage to take the step to move forward in the kingdom of God. God bless you, Mama. I want to thank you. I want to thank Murutnita Telsap. Give them a big hand. Thank you. So we started buying chairs, but then we then started launching the process Yahu this church, wherein we started receiving offering. And we thought, what's the best way of coining this? We called it buy a brick. We said to people born, we are, we are building a church. Can everybody buy a brick? I think one brick was 15 rands, ne? 10 rands. Oh, we have some buy a brick people here. They are sitting in this section. Buy a brick. Did you buy a brick? Are you sure you bought a brick? All right. So it was 10 rands. And so we said, look, whatever you can afford, it shouldn't be equal giving, maraibe equal sacrifice. If only ching ching engata, buy more than one brick. We wanted to make it affordable. Bazalwana, because this has been my conviction ever since. Even people who are less privileged, who are in under-resourced communities, they still have something they can do. What I didn't want at the time, the socio-political context in which we lived at the time was that white churches, white ministers would come to Soweto Adopt your church. Give you funds and own you. And I said, we're not going to be owned by any white person. We'll relate with them. We'll love them. Mara be owned by them. If they want to give us money, that's what Muruti Kibisa used to wear. I will never go to them with holes in my shoes, with an oversized jacket, as a black person. No. driver, I know that sounds a little bit arrogant, but I felt if we don't do that, then our people will forever be depending on handouts. I wanted the DNA of this church to be that We wanted the DNA of this church to know that everybody has something to give no matter how small. And I want to finally thank every one of you, Grace Bible Church. Mostly those of you who were there in those years and even those of you who are here now that by God's grace, the culture is more high, more. 
is that we all commit to the vision of the church. And whatever you have, you give. Today, by the grace of God, we have several buildings, several pieces of land. We have several things in terms of assets. All of them, we own them. Not one cent at Onkomakhoe. Even Le Penny for my age group, I had to come Every cent comes from the people. Comrades. And even today, by God's grace, when we buy, when we do whatever, we buy cash. Because the people in this church have learned to give from buy a chair, buy a brick. And you know what I saw? As a result of the initiative to build for ourselves, to challenge people, we saw people in our church rising up to do things for themselves and not depending on handouts. And so, Basalana, if you can have one takeaway today, is to know how great things are born out of the everyday mundane activities. These women and men, when they did what they did, they were just living their life in an ordinary way. There was no thunder. There was no earthquake. There was no lightning. There was no audible voice. It was just life lived. Refer him to the doctor. Do JJ. Be a member. Be in counseling. And it's in the mundane that great things are born. I wonder about your life. I wonder about your story. Could it be that you are at a space now where you may not appreciate the potential miracle in the time in which you are? And because it doesn't have the glitz and the glamour, you may be tempted not to give attention and not to give your all. What I've loved about these men and women, as you've heard me, they've given their all, they've given their best, they've literally laid down their lives. And even as I have gotten married Lima Bishop and watched her give her life, as I've watched the staff, Samakiriki, give their lives, I say, this is what we need. If it is that you want to see God do great things, Give your all to God's vision. Days are not the same. There's days when things are great. There's days when things are hard. There's times when the first blade doesn't even come up. You've put seed. You've worked hard. Mara, there's nothing to show. But let me tell you, whatever we sow, we will reap. And God is in charge of the days of your life. Give the Lord a big hand of praise. Hallelujah. Did you enjoy the story today? Did you learn something from the story today? You know what I like, Basalana? It's not the story of some great people, powerful people. We were never people who were regarded to ever. In fact, many of us, we were analyzed and told, in two years, you won't be here. Our sermons were criticized. Our strategies were torn asunder. But you see, man's opinion is not final. What man thinks about you is not final. It's what God thinks about you. Don't disadvantage yourself by not sowing the right type of seed. Do what is right every day. The mundane, everyday things. And God in the process will take you from glory to glory. 
Can I hear a good amen? You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we bless your holy name. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we bless your holy name. You are great. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. Oh God, there is no one else. You are great. You do miracles so To you that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us unto you be glory forever and forever for you deserve all the praise raise your hands and tell him again you are great you do miracles so great there is no one your heads please and close your eyes remain standing it all starts at the cross it all starts with God calling calling people come unto me all you who are laid heavily laden and I'll give you rest it all starts with you inviting Christ as Savior and Lord of your life that's where it all starts that's where it all starts you may be here today invited Maybe you came on your own. You may be watching by way of television. You may be live streaming. But whatever the case, as yet, Jesus Christ is not the Lord of your life. It's all because of Jesus. Not because of any man's wisdom or knowledge. And today I want to give you an opportunity to invite Jesus in your life. Maybe you look at your life and you say, my life looks like a mess. My life looks torn. Things are falling apart. I don't know what else to do. I'm here to tell you. All that you've heard is because of Jesus. Life in the hands of Jesus is a different kind of life. Our heads bowed, please. Our eyes closed. If you are here and you say, Bishop, please, would you pray for me? I want to invite Jesus Christ into my life to be the Savior and the Lord of my life. I'm not pleasing to God. My life is not in a good space. 
But I want God to change me and transform me. Please pray for me. Would you raise your hand, please? Right where you are, I want to pray for you. Raise it high. Let me see it. Thank you for those hands. All over the place. That's right. Even in the foyer, I see some hands over there. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you here in the main auditorium. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. This is what it's about. It's about lives that get changed. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away and all things have become new. Please raise your hands if Christ is not the savior of your life yet and you want Jesus to come into your life. I want to invite all these people who've raised their hands. I want to invite you to come from where you are. Take all your belongings, please, and walk all the way to the front. I want to pray for you. Even those of you in the other buildings, the other churches, go to the front of that building. Someone will be there. Come, just walk. Walk to the front. Walk to the front. Walk to the front. Bless you, my brother.